The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. They're not calling me a thief. They wouldn't dare. They say money's somehow gone missing from this branch, which it hasn't, and I have to pay it back, which I won't. So I say, prove it. Prove that I'm wrong and you're right. Show me the figures. But they can't or won't do that. Alan. So now they want to close me down to shut me up. That's ridiculous. Because they don't want everyone knowing what I know. Which is? That the fancy new computer system that they've spent an arm and a leg on is faulty. No one else has ever reported any problems with Horizon. No one. I don't believe you. So, no actual crime has been committed here today? Well, uh, Post Office Limited is stealing uh, my livelihood, my shop, my, my, my job, my home, my life savings, my good name. Civil matter. Right, so, you're getting back to the day job. Might want to come back tomorrow, sir. How exactly do you sleep at night? Same time tomorrow. Now, that was an excerpt from the first episode of an ITV drama based on the biggest legal scandal in British history. That's according to Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. The four-parter was called Mr Bates versus the Post Office and was broadcast over the Christmas period. It caused an absolute furore in Britain, revealing to a huge audience the wrong that was done to more than 3,500 postmasters and postmistresses in the UK. Many lost everything. Uh, 700 were prosecuted by the Royal Mail, another couple of hundred uh, uh, prosecuted by other bodies, and 350 or thereabouts actually got prison sentences. Now, the Post Office Horizon scandal continues in the UK, as Rishi Sunak has promised exoneration and compensation, but the Post Office Minister, Kevin Hollenrake, has said victims will be required to sign a statement to get that compensation. It also emerged that a Post Office investigator who called Horizon victims crooks was given cash bonuses for each postmaster that was convicted. I'm joined on the line now by Enda Brady, TRT World Presenter. Enda, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Good to speak to you again. Now, this story was knocking around, but it took an ITV drama to put it right on centre stage and right into the British Parliament. Yeah, very good point you make, Pat. I was covering this for years and nobody was interested. It never punched through. It never got the viewing figures or the clicks. That ITV drama... It is so good, so well made, and everything in it is factual and based on the story of Alan Bates. It has really, really gone off like a rocket here over the last week or so. Millions and millions of people have watched it. And I think that drama ultimately is the the final, you know, missing piece of the jigsaw in terms of getting the actual publicity and forcing politicians' hands and, and the post office and Royal Mail, getting them all to admit that this was absolutely terrible what was done to these people. Yeah. Now, uh, the, the buck stops, as the drama points out, always at the chief executive uh, of the Royal Mail, uh, a woman who got a, a CBE for her trouble in 2019 for being so wonderful in running the post office, and then earlier this week had to give it back. She gave it back and she issued what I would call a non-apology, you know, almost along the lines of if you were offended. Uh, Paula Venels is her name. She's 65. She was chief exec of Post Office Limited for nine years here. And then a couple of years ago, she picked up this CBE, one of these trinkets that the British establishment give out to people. She only handed it back the other day. 
off the back of all that publicity. So the whole country now knows her name. Within about 48 hours, a million people had signed a petition calling for it to be taken from her. So this was only going in one direction. It was going to be removed anyway. So she sent it back. And now the next step really is, will Post Office Limited or the government go after her for all of the bonuses that she received? Millions and millions while all of this was happening. And she presided over this utter fiasco. And like in, in terms of the numbers you read out, absolutely correct. 800 plus people convicted in the courts. 236 people went to prison for, for doing nothing wrong. Four people took their own lives because of the shame and the frustration and ultimately the humiliation in the local community because this was all over local papers. Post office master jailed, post office master accused of theft and four people took their own lives. Mm. Now, um, the, the, the genesis of the story was that uh, the Royal Mail, the British Post Office, employed a company called Fujitsu uh, to install a system called Horizon across every post office in, in Britain. And it turned out that this system had glitches in it. And not alone that, it turned out that Fujitsu could access uh, each unit in every post office and could alter figures. Um, the post office denied it again and again and again that, that any kind of remote access could be given. And therefore, that if there was any shortfall in cash, it was down to the, uh, the, the, the light-fingered nature of the postmaster or the postmistress. And uh, they, they constantly uh, said, when anyone called the Horizon helpline, you are the only one. No one else has made this complaint about the system, which was a downright lie. It was. So the length and breadth of the country, all across England, Wales, Scotland, people using this faulty computer system every day would have to tally up the amount of money that had come in and gone out, and some would have a shortfall of, say, £1,000. And then they would ring the helpline and say, you know, we, I really don't understand where this money has gone because this is all correct to the penny and the system's telling. And then the person on the other end of the call, presumably reading off a script, would tell them, well, you're the only person in the country that seems to have this problem. So paranoia set in with people and the figures kept ballooning. And then Post Office Limited very aggressively went after these people plundering life savings. Some people lost their homes. Some people lost their lives. And really, the ITV drama, I think, was so good that it took the human side of this story. I mean, you go to the High Court, the Court of Appeal, you cover court cases, and a lot of it can be very dry, legal speak. What the ITV drama has succeeded in doing is just getting across the human side of the story and the, the suffering and the misery people went through all off the back of what was ultimately an exorbitantly expensive computer failure. Now, the, the Royal Mail has its own, if you like, internal police force, uh, the, the, their own fraud squad, if you like, and they have amazing powers. Um, it turned out that the fraud uh, police were being incentivized with bonuses for every postmaster or postmistress they prosecuted. Yeah, so the inquiry has established this, and one guy has held his hands up and said that this was the case. So it's all coming out, and I mean, that in itself is utterly disgraceful. Some of the language this man used, uh, I can't use it on, on news talk. Well, he called them effing um, crooks. He called yeah, the postmasters go, yeah. and postmistresses effing crooks. Yeah, and he has since apologised for it. Um, I think there's a lot more to go in this story. So just a couple of developments. Sunak is now saying that there will be legislation brought in so that everyone will be given a pardon, convictions will be quashed. 
Some people are still not getting compensation, having had their lives completely turned upside down, their savings plundered, some of them went to prison. Post Office Limited have made it that you can't get compensation if you have a conviction. Well, you know, it, it is so bad. And Paula Venels, the non-apology statement she put out the other day, she will eventually have to give evidence to the inquiry over this. And she's saying that she will do so and that she's sorry for everything that happened. But in all honesty, you know, there need to be prosecutions now of the people who oversaw this. Her bonuses need to be paid back. And Fujitsu, the government need to go after Fujitsu. That you know, they knew this was wrong. But rather than have senior people like Venels at the post office and the guy who runs Fujitsu, who's actually married to a conservative government minister, um, rather than have these people put their hands up and say, we're at fault, it was the, the little people, for want of a better phrase, who took massive, massive falls for them. Yeah. Uh, finally, I should ask you about David Cameron. You know, he is in government now, but he's uh, in the House of Lords rather than the House of Commons. Uh, he, he was around when this scandal uh, became uh, a thing and he did nothing about it. No, he didn't. Um, Cameron was prime minister and then the obviously the now leader of the Liberal Democrats, Ed Davey, he basically was postal minister at the time. So there are some serious questions still for big political fish still swimming around Westminster. You know, this story is not going away. And Alan Bates, there's no talk of him getting a knighthood, which I'm sure he won't be in the slightest bit interested in. But the guy, you know, a rural post office master, he turned detective, he turned journalistic investigator, and ultimately, he turned this story on its head and has brought down the post office. I mean, it is quite a remarkable story. And good luck to him, because without his 21 years of campaigning, many of these people would still be in prison and their names and reputations tarnished forever. So the hero, hero, really, to end on the positive is this guy, Alan Bates. And if anyone's looking for something decent to watch in the coming weeks, find Mr. Bates versus the post office and just watch it. It is jaw-droppingly good. Andrew Brady, TRT World Presenter, thank you very much for joining. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.